This is the Way to Go podcast, and we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's word, breaking it down, making it practical to everyday living. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube, type in Eagleville Bible Church. You will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life. This is what we're all about. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast. Bill McMahon along with me, Mark Hostetler. And we are talking about the triumphal entry, which by the time you hear the podcast, Palm Sunday is already over. I don't think we really should talk about it if it's not Palm Sunday, though. You know what I'm mm, saying? Like, maybe we just yeah. should. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. It's all part of the Bible. It's all great. It's all part of that Holy Week. And we're coming into Good Friday, coming into Easter, and certainly a big part of it. But the theme that we're heading for is just the importance of acknowledging Christ on who he is. And those mm. who acknowledge Christ... Christ says, I'll acknowledge you, you deny me, I'll deny you. And I think about Zacchaeus and the whole chapter in Luke, in chapter 19, when it's coming down to this event, this momentous thing of the triumphal entry. And obviously it's a big deal because we always acknowledge Palm Sunday in churches. I mean, ever since I was a kid, yeah. if you're in church, you acknowledge Palm Sunday, and then you know the next Sunday yeah. is Easter Sunday. I always try to put some song in our worship set that talks about Hosanna, you know, right. that mentions Hosanna, which, which by the way means... Uh, oh Lord, save us, right. please. Right. That's kind of like a declaration of like prayer, you know, right. Hosanna. Right. Um, so you're acknowledging that Christ is the one that's that's going to be able to save right. us. That's why they were shouting out Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Right. That's why they were saying that to Jesus, because he was the one that was going to answer the call to save us, please. Right. right. Well, they acknowledge him as a king. And, and clearly one of the roles of of Jesus Christ as a king. Fact. Absolutely. And because of that, the triumphal entry is very important because the coming Messiah, there the government was going to be upon his shoulders. It says it in Isaiah chapter mm-hmm. 9. There is no doubt that there was an expectation that there would be a king in the line of David. Yep. That's why it's important that Jesus Christ was born in the tribe of Judah, in the line of David. Why? So that he could assume the throne of of David. Now that's not happened yet, but that's when Christ comes back. He comes back as Lord of Lords and King of Kings in the book well, of Revelation. Yeah, it talks think, about that, right? I think a lot of these people, the Israelites in this day, you know, they thought it was going to literally happen then. Right. Is are you going to restore the kingdom now? Is what they would ask him. Like, right. is this the time when it's going to happen? Absolutely. You know, they thought it was. They misunderstood it. Right. Where his kingdom was not of this world. His kingdom is Not another yet, kingdom. But you it's know? coming. Uh, yeah, it's, oh yeah, it's, it's yeah. coming for sure. And so they put over Jesus Christ's head, king of the Jews. Mm-hmm. In, Where did that se- come from? In several languages. Yeah. So everybody knew it. In three different <laughs> yeah, languages, right. right? Hebrew, Aramaic, right. and Greek. Right. So you you look at it, and yeah, he was the king of the Jews. And mm. what sets that whole thing up that that's going over his head? Well, you got this triumphal entry. True. Where he comes in as a king. So, yes, again, part of God's plan, part of what God has got going on. And we want to acknowledge who this Christ really is. Right. Is Christ just a great teacher or is he a king and lord? Oh. Is he a lord and savior? Right. Like, who is he? And so at least with Zacchaeus, and it starts in that chapter, you got the Zacchaeus, which is really famous, and he's not a tall guy. So he wants to see Jesus Christ, but he can't see over the other people. So he climbs a tree, which makes sense. Because he wants to see Jesus. Jesus knows he's there. But at least with Zacchaeus, he's going to meet Jesus Christ. Why? Well, he's looking, right? And so Jesus Christ reaches the spot, and and he looks up in that branch where Zacchaeus was. He says, hey, come on down, because I'm going to your house today. So once he came down, he welcomed him gladly. Like Zacchaeus is thrilled that Jesus Christ is going to come to his house. And all the people saw this and began to mutter, he's going to be the guest of a sinner. 
So again, here's Jesus Christ coming. He's king, right? He's king, and he's coming. He's hanging with a sinner. Mm-hmm. You think about Jesus Christ still hangs with sinners. Jesus Christ still cares about sinners. I think of all the sinners that come to our church. I think of all the people that we wrestle addiction and alcoholism and discouragement and any number of problems and issues. That's right. And Jesus Christ is not putting you aside like, I'm too good for you. Mm. You're not good enough to ever come be with Jesus Christ. People are muttering because he went right to his house. And Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, 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 here now I give you half of my possessions to the poor. In, in sounds the, like sounds like repentance. It's repentance. It's definitely know? repentance. It sounds like why? Because tax collectors all, almost always took more than what they needed. Right. Pocketed the money. He was really wealthy. He obviously was hated by the people. You know, right. they just couldn't stand the guy. You know, because they're like, can't believe this guy's going to dinner with him. Right. You know. Um, Come on, this is yeah. IRS. I mean, this yep. is. This is the tax guy. Yep. And the problem with tax farmers is Rome just said, listen, I want you to collect a certain amount for me, for us, is what we expect. Anything over and above, you get to keep. Well, the yeah. tax collectors would demand more taxes. They would give to Rome what Rome expected. They got rich off the rest. Mm-hmm. People hated that. Yep. Why, By the way, they... one of the original 12, Levi, names Matthew. He was one of the same. Yeah, they were sinners, but these people weren't poor. No, they were wealthy. You know man. Yeah, they to they, get a license to be a a tax yeah. farmer. Really, that's what it was. Like their crop is taxes. Yeah. To get that license, to get that permit, you couldn't just go. Like you couldn't just go be a tax collector. Mm. Like a tax collector had to be officially yep. put into that kind of position. Yep. So I'm sure there was a little bit of competition. Wow, people I waiting bet. to get that job. Yeah. So anyway, he says if he had cheated anyone, he paid him back four times the amount. And Jesus said, "Today salvation has come to this house because this man too is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost." Ooh, that's I love a that verse. Beautiful, mm. beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Verse ten. I mean. The Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. You know, we, we're we right now in the middle of, well, we're almost to the end of 40 days of seeking God. Yeah. Yeah, it was incredible. It went back fast. Um, we think we're seeking him, and we are in a lot of ways, but we have to remember, man, God is actively seeking us out. Right. He's, I, re, I read yesterday morning, uh, Jesus said in, uh, well, John 14 maybe, I chose you. You didn't choose me. Right. I chose you. Right. Out of this world. Right. You know, thank God for that. Right. You know, acknowledge that Christ is the one that has the plan that chose you. Right. Out of this world. That inspires worship in my heart. You right. Know? And and you, not just as in you, great, cleaned up, spit clean, lily white people. No. Sinners. Sinners. <laughs> yeah. He came to seek right. and save the lost. Why was yeah. he there? Because God has a heart for lost people. Amen. God has a heart for mm. broken people. God has a heart for hurting people. Yeah. So he has if a we heart. say if we say we're we're our main emphasis today is acknowledging Christ, right? So Christ is the anointed one, the Messiah. He is anointed to what? To bring us good news, to bring freedom to the captives, uh, to heal the sick. You know, to give us life, like we said last podcast, he's the resurrection and life. He's going to give us eternal life. We are acknowledging right now <clears throat> that Christ is the one that's doing all of that. We can't do it ourselves. Right. And when you're it's saying Christ. anointed, it would mean empowered, authorized by God. We don't yep. use the word. I mean, rarely ever outside of a Christian church, you don't use the word anointed. I mean, it's just not a common word. I would say for us, the word would be, yeah, he's authorized by God to do that, to yep. be that person. He's sanctioned. Set apart. He has the authority Complete, to yeah, do it. Absolutely. Right. And he's God. Mm-hmm. But anyway, he gets into this before this coming and 
the triumphal entry, he tells a story about people who resisted their king, who wouldn't accept their king. And so he said, a man of noble birth went to a distant country to have himself appointed as king and then to return. So he called 10 of his servants and gave them 10 minors and put this money to work. He said, till I come back. And the subjects hated him and sent a delegation after him. We don't want this man to be our king, but he was made king and he returned home. Then he sent for a service to whom he had given the money in order to find out what he had, they had gained with it. And it's interesting. He goes to be a king. Well, we don't want him as a king. <laughs> Tough. Too bad. Too bad. <laughs> I, I am that. Right. <laughs> you know, I don't want Jesus as my king. Is there somebody right. else? Mm, no. No. <laughs> not really. No. I mean, no, there's not. And so you have to accept Christ. Again, we're talking about acknowledging Christ, and maybe we can throw the word accepting Christ for who he is. To accept Christ as a king role, to accept Christ as the one, as the one that God sent. He's yes. the one, right? The one. That's exactly right. Because uh, last night, you know, we, in Oasis meeting, we were talking about Philippians 2. And Philippians right. 2, it says, every knee will bow, every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord right. to the glory of God the Father. Right. It's going to happen. I would suggest that you do it now. Right. That would be my suggestion. Because... You're going to enter into life when you do it now in, with, a, with an authentic heart, not just because I'm telling you to. With an authentic heart, believe that the Lord Jesus Christ is Savior. When I, when I think of my friends who don't go to church, they wouldn't describe themselves as religious. If they were listening to this, I would say at least acknowledge and get yourself up in a branch where you can take a look. There you go. At least do that. You've got to put yourself in a position where you can open your heart to the whole concept. For me to say Jesus Christ is a king, to say Jesus Christ is a savior, to somebody who really doesn't believe that or accept that is true, but in their world, meaningless. I would try to at least take a step, guys, at least take a step to seeking, at least take a step to praying. Zacchaeus's heart was clearly open clearly jesus christ filled that jesus christ when he met christ he knew exactly what to do he knew what the next steps were didn't matter to him anymore but he had to start with jesus right he had to start there no because it it doesn't matter riches don't matter anyway exactly and and these people this in this parable that you're talking about these people rejected this guy right they're just like listen we don't even want anything to do with this his subjects hated him right you know, it's like, I, I like geez, this is a this is a picture. This is a parable. It's a picture of what's happening to Jesus at in the current moment. Right. The people that he came to save hated him and they were going to hate him to the cross. Right. Period. But here's the thing. They're still responsible to him because mm-hmm. he comes back and he gave his servants money to invest while he was gone. So Jesus Christ comes to be made king. Right. Then there's a period of time he's going to be gone before he comes back to us. And I think about right now, Jesus Christ going up to mm. the triumphal entry to be made a king, right? Mm-hmm. He's going to be gone away, but someday there's going to be this day of accountability for the rest of us. Like when he comes back right now, we're in the period of where these servants are before we have to stand before the king and give an account for how we lived. Yep. And one of the, the very important concepts in Christianity is ultimate accountability. That I know I if I acknowledge Christ as my king and I accept him as a king, I also accept the fact of ultimate accountability that there's going to be a day where I have to explain what in the world it was I did. And as we talked as pastors yesterday in the pastors meeting that we have is yep. we don't want you don't want to just be about the business of church. Mm. 
Right. We can get caught up in the business of church and miss out on really seeking God, right? Mm -hmm. And really relying on him and having a relationship. It's about us having a relationship with God and not just about us having busy, being busy. It's about us truly helping people, not just about being busy, right? Truth. So absolutely. And that's a battle. But anyway, Mm -hmm. he said the one guy, he had the one (laughs) increment of money and he earned 10 times that amount. Well done, my good servant. And I've heard this my whole life. Someday we're going to stand before God and we want to hear him say, well done, good and faithful servant. Similar to what he's saying here. Mm-hmm. And he said, because you've been trustworthy in a very small manner, take charge of 10 cities. You've been trustworthy in small things. I'm going to make you responsible for other things. So whatever mm-hmm. God gives us, we want to be responsible for the talent that we have. Use it for him. Second came said, second one said, your, your mine has earned five more. Master said, take charge of five cities. So basically in eternity, as you had in eternity, you're going to get in accordance with what you gave. Mm. Mm. Right? Yeah. If you took your mind and made 10, well, guess what? You have more responsibility. Not everyone in heaven is going to get the same thing. Not everyone yeah. in heaven is going to be doing the same thing. Be, yeah. Be careful right? that we don't reduce. You're not doing this, but be careful. You don't just reduce this story to money. No, this is talking about. Oh, no, it's about, about your talents it, it, and this abilities. This is talking about yeah. you know, everything you're doing for God. Speaking, you know? teaching, serving, yeah. cleaning floors, and, whatever, and so anything. So if we're talking about right. acknowledging Christ, we have to acknowledge the fact that he's the one administrating these roles for us. Right. He's the one that's giving We're us the these servant. roles to do. We are the ones carrying them out. If he's the king, yeah. I'm the servant. That's exactly I'm right. I'm the subject. Yeah. Right. And so, I love that. Thank God for that opportunity. What a privilege, man. I mean, think about it, Bill. Our whole lives are given right now to, to just serving people. You know, and that's a yes. great thing. That's awesome. It is great. You just yeah. want to make sure you're in the right avenue of service. Yeah. I mean, for me, I mean, mm-hmm. I want to make sure that I'm doing mm-hmm. things that actually are what in reality, <laughs> not just keeping Eagleville Bible Church Incorporated going. Yeah. I want to know what is serving the people yeah. that make up the church. It's kind of funny. Well, yeah. how does that affect the church? Well, it doesn't affect the church. We have this conversation. Does it? Well, it doesn't affect the church, but it affects the people who go to the church. Who is the church? Mm. Mm. So yes, it, administratively, it doesn't affect us, but it certainly is affecting the people who come here. Sure. And that is the church. Yeah. So people are, that is the business, right? Point. We're in the business of people. Yep. But anyway, the servant came and said, Hey, here's your mind back. I kept it. I laid away in a piece of cloth. I was afraid of you because you're hard, man. Uh, you take out what you did not put in and reap what you did not sow. And his master said, I'll judge you by your own words, you wicked servant. Mm-hmm. You knew that you knew I was hard, man. And I took out what I didn't put in and reap what I didn't sow. Then why didn't you put my money on deposit so that at least when I came back, I would have collected some interest. And he said to those standing by, take his mind away from him, give it to the one who has 10. And so they said, he already has 10. He said, I tell you, everyone who has more will be given. But as for the one who has nothing, even what he has will be taken away. But those enemies of mine who did not want me to be king over them, bring them here and kill them in front of me. Now you come into the triumphal entry. The people, it is disastrous to deny Christ as king. It is disastrous to ignore this. And I don't know, even in Christianity, when we come into that realm of of safety, we believe in Jesus Christ, we know we're going to be okay, and we think about ourselves, 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 ourselves. Yeah, we're going to go to heaven someday. Not because we're great, but because we believe in Jesus Christ. Are we at all concerned about the rest of these people? Yeah. Right? That are going to be not... They don't understand that Jesus Christ is king. They don't like, I was praying for people today that are friends of mine, that they would come to know Christ, that they would yeah. come to understand who exactly. Jesus Christ is. Because if, if my role in this world is only chasing the meaningless 
and only doing things that are have just a momentary value and mm-hmm. does not have anything of eternal significance. What was the point? That's right. That's what Solomon said, man. You're just chasing the wind. That's exactly right. Bill. Right. I mean, tonight, so at the present time when we're when we're recording this uh, tonight after dinner, I will stop eating and I'll fast and pray right. along with the church, whoever's doing it, and we're gonna fast for the gospel to be proclaimed and for the lost to be saved. Right. I'm going to pray for that. I'm going to pray for the specific people on my list that I know do not acknowledge Christ Jesus as Savior. Right. And I'm going to seek the Lord, hoping and praying that somehow they will have a spiritual awakening right. in themselves. Right. And and on Good, Fr- and Good Friday, uh, we're ending our time of seeking the Lord with fasting and praying right. for revival, for God to spiritually awaken people. The- I have seen benefit, by the way, in doing the prayers. Like I've seen actually God answer the yeah. prayer on the fast day, so I'm excited about that. Good. But it's blowing by at phenomenal it, speed. It, it really, it really, is. really yeah. is. I mean, I think about, and I've talked to some different ones even around the office, you know, why is it going so much faster this year? Because we are just that busy. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's one thing yeah. I've noticed. Like this 40 days is... Yep. Boom. Yep. Anyway, Jesus Christ, he's going on ahead of them, and as he approaches... Uh, Bethphage and Bethany at the hill called Mount of Olives. He sent two of his disciples and go to the village, right? You're going to find this uh, donkey there, this cold, and Lord needs it. And so they, he goes up, <clears throat> they bring their cloaks, they throw it on the road and palm branches, right? Uh, we know in other accounts, and they're near the place where the road goes down to Mount of Olives, and the whole crowd of disciples began to joyfully praise God in loud voices for all the miracles they had seen, and mm-hmm. they should. Yeah, that's right. They They should have been doing that. They should have been doing that all along. Right. (laughs) Here's how they see Jesus. Blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. The Bible is very clear here. Luke written from a Gentile perspective. Very clear. This is what it's about. Blessed is he who comes, the king who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven, glory in highest. This is where they started with Christ. In the Christmas narratives, right? When Christ Mm. is born. That's right. Peace on earth, goodwill to men. So peace in heaven, glory in the highest. And some of those Pharisees, the crowd said, teacher, rebuke your disciples. I tell you, he replied, if they keep quiet, the stones will cry out. Yeah. So as he approached Jerusalem, the city he wept over and said, even if you had known this day, what will bring you peace? Now it's hidden from your eyes. And then he talks about the day of destruction is really coming. But this whole coming in Jerusalem is prophetic because in Zechariah 9, 9 in the old Testament, it said mm-hmm. that, see, your King comes to you, righteous and victorious, lowly and riding on a donkey, on the colt, on the foal of a donkey. I think that's powerful. Yeah, absolutely. Right there, that he's going to come as humbly, man. He humbly comes up there as their king, but he is acknowledged. It's very important to me that Christ in his first run at coming to the earth, he's going to come back to the earth someday, but in this first run, there is that snippet, that sight, that glimpse into who he really is. Yeah, absolutely. So glimpse into what he actually is, who he actually is. Uh, it mentions again, he wept. He wept over the condition, over the people, over everything. This is our Christ. Right. He's weeping over the condition of the people there and the condition of his 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 city, you know. And man, I hope I hope he doesn't have to weep when he returns, but right. I, I think he will. You know, when I'm talking about the rapture or the resurrection, oh I think he's going to reap again, weep again because there's so many that aren't acknowledging his. His role is God, you know? This this uh, world's a disaster. Yeah. It's a disaster. I mean, you talk to anyone who works in the in the school systems, teachers, what they see all the time. Yeah, Christ would definitely be crying. Mm-hmm. But part of the problem is 
we as mankind will not acknowledge God's yep. role in the world he made yep. and the role of Christ. If we would come to Christ who told us to turn the other cheek and treat others as we want to be treated, to love our enemies and to, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. on and on and on. I mean, the great teachings of Jesus Christ taught us how to pray, taught us. Yep. We come back to this, those foundational things. Yeah, you're right. I got to love people. You're right. I got to be praying. That's what my king wants me to do because in his kingdom, that's how he wants his subjects exactly behaving right. themselves. That would be powerful. We would, I mean, this is going so good with what we talked about last night at Oasis, you know, talking about being citizens of heaven, citizens right. of another kingdom. We are, are servants of our King, Jesus Christ. Right. I mean, so we're going to have opposition. We're going to face problems. It's just going to happen. You know, that's what the gospel, when you live out the gospel, you, you're welcoming conflict because right. it goes against, it's counterintuitive to the culture. Right. You know, uh, but that doesn't matter. Don't stop because your king is telling you to do that. Right. And by that, you're going to win over people. Right. You're going to win people to him. Right. So keep faithful and carrying out the gospel of Jesus Christ. No, you know? I agree. He's your king. <clears throat> right. You know? No. Wrong. Is he your king? We mm. can't make that mm. statement, Mark. Mm. Like you and I can't make the statement to anyone listening, he's your king. Right? Assuming that he is for everyone. We can only ask the question, is he your king? Mm. Right? Is he? Is he your king? Is he my king? We say it. Is he really? We're talking reality now. That's right. Are we really living the way he wants us to? Is he really the king? Should we really be putting ourselves back on the road Mm. to Jerusalem by the Mount of Olives, Mm. saying this same thing, blesses you who come, the king who comes in the name of the Lord. And maybe we need to be praying this this week. Maybe we need to be seeking God and realize our king got crucified on that cross. That's right. That's who he was, and that's what they did to him. Mm. it's, It's frightening. And when you think about how we've treated God, how mankind has treated God, after God put this beautiful planet here yeah. and this beautiful life and all these things we enjoy, all of our senses, all of the beauty, all the delicious foods, everything he has for us to treat him the way that we do is inexcusable, really. <clears throat> Our best response to Jesus Christ is to acknowledge, no, he really is. He is the king. He's the boss. That's right. And he's the Here's, one I need to listen to him and bring my life and pray and ask for forgiveness and tell him I want to follow him. That's what I would do. Lord, yeah. forgive us of our sins. Lord, we want to follow you. Please grant unto us eternal life. If you've never prayed that prayer, you know, I would encourage you to pray it and really seek God out. I'm, these are words. I'm just a talking head. Mm. <clears throat> I need you to, to seek it out. That's right. Seek it out. You come to God and talk about this. You spend a little time meditating on the things that we've talked about today and see where you're at on all of these things. Get up on we the proverbial branch. Right. On, get up on <laughs> seek, the branch like Zacchaeus. Seek him out. Look, look yeah. for Jesus. Good word. Yep. yep. We appreciate you tuning in. We want you to have a great week. We're excited about Easter. It's coming up. And if you hear this before Easter, 8, 9, 30, 11, we'll see you at one of those services. God bless. Have a great week.